theme song. The Hello Kitty thing. Like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up kitchy kitchy goo means that I love you. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. I am your host, Brad, and this is your host. Seth, hello, hello. We definitely did not, like, just start the podcast earlier and then realized we didn't do mm-hmm. the intro and we had to start it over. well i just started crying i was like oh it looks like you put your headphones on i was like all right cool and then we started talking i was like oh wait we talked a long time about arnold schwarzenegger's kids mm-hmm. um but we'll probably... try to figure out which one was it <laughs> <laughs> it's okay we'll it, we'll clip that at the end it's yeah, fine it's fine um how are you i'm good yeah yeah i'm, I'm okay i'm t- mm-hmm. a little sleepy early day today but mm-hmm. I'm i'm here for it you, Seven was yeah. You te- a film. you texted me last night. It was it was before. It was maybe a couple hours before I watched it. A couple hours before it was like ten p.m. I know, but I get off work. That's late. fair. And yeah. so I was like, I I watched it after work. So you texted uh, me, and you were like, Alyssa blames you for <laughs> making her watch this movie, <laughs> even though you were the one that was like. I want to do seven. I'm on this serial killer train. Well, Fincher, David Fincher, I was like, okay, let's let's continue this because he planned on it, and then I couldn't watch both in a week, and then I was like, well, same director. Let's kind of just keep that ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm we're very excited to talk about that movie later. Yes, we do have some news. If you liked last week's like abundance of news, mm-hmm. well, we got less this time. A lot less, so, like a fourth. But uh, <laughs> I think we have some interesting news. We do. We do. Would you like to kick it off? Yeah. Um, so first off, uh, Deadpool three and Captain America four get delayed. Uh, or, well, Deadpool three gets delayed. Captain America four takes its spot possibly. Yes. Yeah, so it's, um, we don't know when Deadpool three is when the new date will be, but mm-hmm. because of the continuing actor strike, um, it is, is going to be pushed back until, well, probably until it is over and they can actually be, yeah. pick a date. Um, but then Captain America 4 is moving up and actually taking the spot mm-hmm. of May Which 3rd. that finished filming already, because you worked with the guy who was on that. Uh, I would assume it's finished filming, but I don't know that. I did work with a guy, but he just showed me like a picture of a car crash or something mm-hmm. in it. So I don't, I don't know too much either. No, that's fair. I just been like, it's done filming. So usually it takes like a year of editing after, or well, I get maybe not for a big company, yeah. <laughs> but like in my head. Actually, you know what? Probably less time. Yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. We got to give those editors, you know, nights to lose sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. No, um, it should take about a year, but they're Mm -hmm. probably gonna make it half or whatever. But I don't know. But it, I'm interested to see the next movie. Yeah, I, I hope they just don't like lose themselves because of this. Like, just take a beat. Yeah, you're you're still releasing Loki right now. That's true. And like, there's a train, but it ain't chugging fully yet. I'm not interested in Loki. You should catch up, just for the sake of Marvel. Okay. <laughs> we do, you know, a podcast over it. I know. No biggie, but. I know. Maybe we'll do a recap whenever it's done. That'd be nice. Maybe. I don't know. You'll probably be more interested once we get to the end with Kane. I'll be more interested once it gets to the end. There was some weird shit in this episode. Yeah. Some. Why don't you just tell me? Funky shit. <laughs> no, I. You need to experience this. I don't You're think. You're going to see it coming. But you need I don't to experience think I this. do. I'm going to see it coming. <laughs> You're going to see it coming. Okay, bit. fair enough. Just some wonky shit. Uh-huh. Uh, speaking of the actor strike, though, 
SAG and AMPTP are meeting October 24th, uh, which at the time of this recording is tomorrow, yeah. but will have already passed um, once this comes out for new, for new negotiations. The AMPTP executives just left the table last time, basically said, you're asking for too much, mm-hmm. even though the SAG like released a statement saying like we gave in a little bit and they still were like, no. Yeah, um, I don't I don't know. The last time was kind of when we were thinking it was right after the writers had mm-hmm. been, had um agreed like the negotiations went well there. So we were all kind of thinking like, well, then maybe we just wrap up the actors and then we get we get on with the movie making business. But mm-hmm. nope. And I have I have no idea if this one will have better results or not. Yeah, uh cuz I think they're definitely like we uh, we can push you around now because they sure. I think if they did like kind of give in a little bit and then they backed away they probably think that they can just keep doing that if i was the actors guild if like if i gave in a little bit and then they said no i'd probably then just not give in anymore yeah i would be be like like, all right fine fuck you actually want three percent instead of two i will i will (laughs) i will dig my feet deeper Mm -hmm. (laughs) until i am waist deep (laughs) yeah like we're not no i would be like fuck you you left now you have to give us an even better deal Uh uh-huh yeah um you hope they they'll get a good deal. Yeah, I'm they, I'm they very the fact that they're with still how public going, this is yeah. too. It's like if 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 they get a deal and it's a bad deal, then just everyone's gonna be pissed. Yeah, and they're gonna be hearing about it. Well, I don't think they'll stop if they get, if true. they don't get a good deal though. That's true because the writers didn't and they're all protected now. That is true. So I think the actors know the hand they have mm-hmm. as they should. And you know, I think it. I think it is also like. Again, with like how the writers strike happened, it's all a waiting game and just kind of seeing who sweats first. And I think the fact that a bunch of movies now, like because they don't have the actors to promote it, mm-hmm. is they're kind of starting to feel that a bit. And I think it'll make them sweat first. It has to because the box office was already like kind of struggling before mm-hmm. the strikes. Taylor Swift is ruling. She's right the now, only thing I... fucking rejuvenating the box office, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think I... is hilarious. So, I think it's I think it's really funny. It's whatever. Joker's still winning, apparently. Which is not a win in my book, no, by the way. No. Uh, but I just think it's hilarious that, like, Taylor Swift's just like, I'm going to take advantage. Yeah. What else do we got? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Gen V renewed for season two. And it was announced that season one will hand off to boys season four. And then the boys season four will hand it back for season two. Nothing but smart decisions being Nothing made over us. Smart of, decisions. Um, I think just that all of the Amazon Prime. I think Prime just kind of has their shit together when it comes to movies and I TV give, shows. I feel like I want to give a lot of credit to Seth Rogen, but I also don't know. Like well, I don't being know. a producer is kind of shaky on what all you do. Sure, but I don't know. I'm I'm really just I'm liking all the ideas that it, that Prime has kind of done with their superhero properties. Mm-hmm. I like that it's like it's like three episodes to start out, and then it's weekly. I love the idea of. Having the spinoff, but it's still being important to mm-hmm. it without it being drowning yeah. and everything. That being said, I'm behind and I've watched I'm not just the first it's few episodes. So good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's good. So I should watch good. it. I mean, I mean, come on. There's a non-binary character. I was, of course, going to be like, this is the best thing ever. I will say I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen right now. Mm-hmm. And there is a character who has the same like blood control as uh, the main girl in Gen Bloody v. Murray. Yeah, Bloody Mur. Is that her actual? No, that's name? just what I'm calling her. Okay, it's badass. It's not badass. I'll I like honest. it. No. Uh, well, but um, but he has like 
way cooler version. I mean, fair. So, so part of me is just like, well, maybe I'll just stay on this. I think it's it's surprised me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I can't spoil it, but no, the, you can definitely tell that like episode six is setting up for like a two part finale. Mm-hmm. Um, because they were like, "Are you ready?" Like they did that like whole like, like we got the band together, we're doing the thing. Has Jensen you know? Ackles showed up yet? He showed up this episode. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, that might be what gets. He had me an in. interesting role. Yeah, it is fun. it the Captain America Homecoming role? You have to watch. Ah, uh, I'm not telling you jack shit. Wow, not a bro move. Not a bro move. <laughs> no, but it is a good <laughs> podcast pal move. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it? I don't know. Because I need you to fucking watch it. <laughs> I got a lot of things I'm watching. Uh-huh. Okay, you sound like me with One Piece now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot going on. I got a lot of things going on. That's fair. I'm watching Ted Lasso. Yeah, you are. I'm watching Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm watching Spy Family, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still in suits. That's my reigning shi- shining light in my life right now. It's just like, yes, Spy Family is back. That's fair. I'm still watching Suits, and i basically just trying to keep up with Gen V and Loki as much as I can. Yeah, that's fair. Um... Well, the last piece of news that we have is yeah, you wrote this. I don't uh, know. Kevin Feige has officially, finally lost his mind. So, what do you mean? Uh, so I'm getting this from Cave dot comic uh, Instagram account, but okay. Ke- Kevin Feige says every Marvel film ever made is canon to the MCU. Quote from Feige: um, You never know when timelines may crash uh, or converge. Suggesting the Marvel multiverse is all canon. It sounds like he's kind of trying to say what James Gunn said, where he was like, it's Elseworlds, but like James Gunn did it better. Look, it's the thing of like saying it's all in the multiverse. It's a very easy solution. It's kind of like saying um, the Iron Man kid in Iron Man 2 is, you know, Tom Holland's Spider Man. Mm -hmm. It's like you just say it and then it's true and it doesn't really matter, but it does invite a lot of mediocre um properties into what i know now like a lot of the quality has declined a bit but it is like now you've introduced a lot of like like fan four stick is a part of yeah like you don't i don't want this to be a part of it you're also introducing certain things like morbius yeah craven the hunter this craven one's gonna be bad Remember the post credit scene of Morbius? Yeah. And how that's the most confusing and stupid thing ever. Which and, you know Craven's going to join that crew. And so. you don't... You, I didn't want a like answer <laughs> to the Morbius post credit scene. I just wanted it to be forgotten. That's but now fair. it's canon. Yeah. <laughs> My issue is like saying the multiverse is such a clean like sweep just to kind of have to not answer questions. But people just don't stop talking. Mm-hmm. And, like, he just didn't stop talking. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if he would just been like, it's a multiverse, anything's possible, then it's like, oh, okay. My favorite one, if it's an off-random movie, is like, oh, well, that counts then. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, oh, so also, Morbius. people knew that already. Yeah, it's not, like, super new information. It's just kind of getting specific just to talk about it. And I feel like the saying it is just, it makes it confirmed, and that's what makes it muddy. Mm-hmm. Just muddies it all. Kevin Feige just playing in a pit of mud. Yeah. Not not a great move on his it. part. It's all grubby. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I hate this. I really hate this. I just feel like it was redundant to say. It it is redundant to say, but I also hate like the fact that it's now true. Like yeah. saying like yes, it ab- it actually Which is. We knew it whenever 
You remember Michael Keaton crossed over to Morbius. Like it was already like heaven heavily established. But then. that's the beauty of not confirming it because that was a mess and it makes no sense and you don't want it to be a part of it. You could just forget it mm-hmm. because they weren't going to make a sequel to Morbius. They weren't going to answer that question and now it's a loose thread cuz they're still not going to answer that mm-hmm. question. That movie bombed twice. Twice. They're not making. They're not gonna go back to that universe and say like, "Oh yeah, Michael Keaton's uh, vulture." Like another portal opening went back mm-hmm. to the other. They're not doing that. So now he's just now he lost Michael Keaton <laughs> for no reason. I loved his vulture. I thought he had a really cool vulture. No, it's not his vulture. It's just, just Michael, Michael Keaton. Ke- Michael Keaton is no longer here. He's just in the just Sony another universe. He's in the Spum universe. Lord of mercy. Uh. I yeah, I don't like it. Nah, it's irrelevant at this point. We already knew. We already knew. I think this. I think seven did affect you. You you are a lot more nihilistic right now. A little bit. Yeah, it's not a happy film. Nothing matters. <laughs> that movie. All it, the lesson of that movie. Spoilers is just sometimes you fail. Shit sucks. Not everything's a lesson. Not everything's happy. Sometimes it just sucks. So maybe it did bring me down a little bit. <laughs> oh, sad movie. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Welcome to uh, Seth is stepping into his emo phase again. <laughs> just... <laughs> it's a flippy hair. I'm growing it out. I could do it. I I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not happening. Um. Oh God, just that. Dear, uh, what an awful time period. Being mm-hmm. a teenager and just and being that emo thing mm-hmm. where it's just like nothing it matters. Wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't a great phase. Well, we're coming back to it. I think that's the perfect segue to get into today's topic. I agree. <laughs> Today we are talking about Seven, the 1995 film by David Fincher with mm-hmm. Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. And don't forget Gwyneth Paltrow. And, and, and Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> and, and Kevin Spacey. Um, I have a question for you, Seth. Yeah. Did what did you did you like this movie? Yeah. 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 It felt like a. It reminded me a lot of season four of Dexter. Okay. So, <laughs> like, it was that energy. Okay. What is How that, it ended. What does that mean? No one knows. A lot of Seth. people watch Dexter. They know what I mean. I was just talking to my sister about Dexter, and she was like, I watched not even the first season. Okay, well, that's her fault. It's a great show. Uh, multiple times. I've watched it multiple times. Okay. Um, I like this movie. I like this movie quite a lot. Mm-hmm. It is interesting um, going watching Zodiac last week and then going to this movie. It was because you kind of got to see him develop. His, you got to see him at like a higher developed state and then kind of take a step back. Yes. Well, it, it's so interesting kind of like comparing these two movies because last week, you know, I'm going off of my vague teenage uh, memories of watching Seven Mm -hmm. and thinking like, oh yeah, they're serial killers. They're pretty, so I think these movies are very different. Vastly, but you can also still tell like, this is my third David Fincher movie and I can see like how he puts his fingerprint on his movies. Oh, absolutely. Like like, I can definitely like see the taste. I I can definitely see that, but also just like the fact that this movie is it's not i guess i want to call it i want to call it a perfect movie it's not a perfect movie obviously mm-hmm. but just in terms of like the story feels perfect 
and everything about the movie feels the writing perfect. was really good it's also just like everything is tied up in a nice little bow and there aren't really any loose threads and like that's what is different than zodiac mm-hmm. i don't think zodiac is a bad movie for that stuff but i i in fact actually liked that it was real more real mm-hmm. more realistic and well it's based off a real dude but you know what I mean? Like, this movie is so perfect that it does feel fake. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, like, and this is more to his direction, in, like, Social Network, they kind of left a few things open about, like, the chicken and, like, did he post the thing? And then in Zodiac, they left it open about, like, what happened? It, did he die? Was it actually Lee? Was mm-hmm. it this other random dude? You did know, Paul and then, Avery ever do something important after? <laughs> yeah. And then in this one, they're, like, instead of not telling you the story they don't show you all the details you don't see lust's body like the girl the prostitute mm-hmm. yeah you didn't see um you don't even see the guy besides like a cloth or a towel over him mm-hmm. um like and you don't see the box you see the box <laughs> you don't see inside the box you can like imagine. they leave it to and like they showed you the weapon from mm-hmm. us like they leave it to your imagination oh, God, so whatever yeah. you're thinking of is way more fucked up than whatever the hell is in there, you know? Mm. So that's definitely like a a Fincher thing of like, because he's really big on detail. Yeah, he is very big on detail. I actually just kind of want to take it with the kind of the first body. Yeah, it's fine. I have, I have notes. Oh yeah, you have notes? Oh, I have a plethora. Okay. Um, so first off, I did not enjoy the intro. The intro was weird. Didn't make me feel great. The intro, remind me of the intro. It's literally just like, it's like a, it looks like that commercial where it's like privacy is bad, and it's like that used to be on like early two thousand movies. Like <laughs> no. it, it looked weird as hell. It just introduces the cast, and it, it was. Just, it you was mean okay. where they've like written the yeah. credits in like it was a serial weird. killer? It was weird. I didn't like it. That's the whole. That was an artistic choice of. It's a serial killer I mean, yeah, movie, so I didn't we wanted it, it to be. Okay, what was it besides the credits? It was just. It it was just a lot of like. The pictures and stuff. It just looked weird. It just took me out of it for a second. I don't know. I didn't notice it. I mean, I noticed that the credit, like, the names were scrawled like Mm -hmm. a psychopath, but besides that, nothing. That's fair. Okay. That could just be me thing. What's your next note? Um, Brad Pitt standing in the rain before he walks in to get see Gluttony, and he's just, like, shivering, holding two coffees. (laughs) Just Brad Pitt. Just Brad Pitt in the rain. (laughs) Brad Pitt in the rain is... uh, the, is the second title of this movie yeah. actually <laughs> there's a lot of brad pitt in the rain there, it was it was funny it was definitely like i i liked it i thought you might notice it i thought it was funny i like um, i like brad pitt in the rain brad pitt also being the he's the new naive detective mm-hmm. uh in this movie he's like and, i'm here to do some good and yeah and i'm you know i'm gonna be staying here till you're retiring uh not mm-hmm. a great you can already tell that that's the like, oh, you're retiring in seven days, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, well, what are, what were we taking on this last time? <laughs> it, well, it was kind of like you had this newbie coming in who was really gun ho and ready to do it all, and mm-hmm. then you have this older guy who's like, I've seen too much shit. It never ends. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And you ha- and it sets up this dichotomy of like, oh, is Brad Pitt gonna like get out? Is he gonna move on? And they kind of build on that, and then I love the dichotomy between if I can steal that word from you. But I I love the interactions between Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt. Yeah, I think no. they're they're great. Um, that being said, this movie is I don't know if this was like the message or like lesson to be learned from this movie or but it feels like it was the intended message of like don't 
don't think there's joy in the world. <laughs> I didn't take that as the message personally. I did in the sense that like Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt's character, even though he's like, you know, there's all these like, you're so naive and you're mm-hmm. all this stuff. But if you listen to what he says, he's literally just having any sort of positivity. He's just like, he's just saying that he thinks there is some good in the mm-hmm. world. And then this movie dashes the fuck out of it. Especially with the ending, we're kind of skipping to the end a yeah. bit, but just in the the fact of like, I I think Kevin Spacey's character John Doe chose um Brad Pitt because because he's a good guy mm-hmm. because he was like you're a good guy and I want to. Well, he said you. I admire you. Like yeah, you, you actually got me. So so it's the thing of like, it feels like the lesson is you were naive. That's why you were chosen, and now you, you've learned the lesson, which is pain. <laughs> for me and, and, and i'm still in this from the office there's a scene where dwight's talking to some dude and he's like and the guy's like i don't know what i did wrong and he's like you didn't do anything wrong sometimes you try some shit and it doesn't work out it, not everything in life's a fucking lesson mm-hmm. and that's what i took this movie as like this wasn't a lesson uh if anything it's that uh fucking somerset should have quit the goddamn case <laughs> because that man is the reason tracy said <laughs> was in that goddamn box i i because uh, yeah. he took him to yeah. the apartment. Yeah, you're right. I like that, though. I, like I liked it, too. Apartment thing. I like the, I have a bit of a trivia quote about, not trivia quote, a trivia uh, fact about the, um, the like, methods of why they go to the apartment. Um, I thought it was cool. The whole library tracking thing. Yeah. It, oh, no, I. Oh no, I I marked these. I liked these so that I could find them later, damn Mood. it. We didn't ever get to gluttony, by the way. Well, no, we're 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 we'll get we'll back. We'll get there. I'm just we'll saying letting back. you know that like we skipped gluttony long ago. That's fine. What was the fact I was looking for? The library yes. tracking fact. Out of silence, Seth. I'm sorry. I'm looking for this goddamn <laughs> fact. I was lo- I was reading trivia like a madman beforehand. pisses me off. I had so much of this so that I could have it all figured out. Ah, yes. Gotcha. Okay, go ahead. In 2001, the Patriot Patriot Act gave the government the ability to monitor library records, something which at one point halfway through the film is stated to not be necessarily legal. Mm-hmm. So obviously at the time it wasn't legal, but yeah. that has since been retconned, maybe because of, <laughs> I said retconned like it was <laughs> <laughs> Like it was illegal, a Marvel movie. Like it was a legal term <laughs> um, of just like, oh, may, do you think this movie like had something to do with that? Of like, hey, that actually would be really useful to use. I don't think it certain- takes a rocket scientist to think about it, to be <laughs> honest, personally. Because um, they also did that in Zodiac. They like tried to track the books and stuff, and then they found that like 
that was probably a callback to this movie actually in zodiac they're trying to track the books and they find out that the ones that they're looking for were stolen no no there's a scene where that happens i don't remember that. that's fair it happened though i promise i'm I'm not just making this up no, I think you are. Just no, I'm gaslighting you actually. Bad. I think you're fuck gaslighting you. the fuck out of me. I don't care how much I you decided feel. to bring trivia <laughs> to this podcast and made you wait for a little bit. And you're like, you know what? I'm gaslighting this. Motherfucker. No, but I mean, I, I believe so. Like, I'm 99% positive. Mm-hmm. There was because I, and it probably was a callback, which is nice. But I do like the, um, the like, it's so interesting because Morgan Freeman is not the kind of person that I would assume to be like a. Not a crooked cop, but somebody that's like fine with bending the rules a mm-hmm. bit and being like, "Look, we need a name. We don't have any leads. Why not do this?" And I thought it was very fun. I liked it. And then I liked Brad Pitt that moment with Brad Pitt where he's like, you know, he busts down the door and mm-hmm. then he comes up with a solution. I like all of that. It's really fun. Yeah, that was the one time I was like, okay, he's learning to be a little bit of a shady guy mm-hmm. here. I don't even think that's really bad. I mean, shady. it wasn't that bad shady, but it was kind of like you know, look, it's the law. So eh, whatever. All right, we know who Brad Pitt is in this situation. <laughs> um, gluttony, though. Let's yeah, gluttony. Disgusting. So that first, um, that first body is played by the writer of this movie. Really? Yes. Uh, it's like Andrew something something. He has three names, but he wrote it, and he is um, and he's playing the body. He's got like this crazy ass prosthetics. He would on. have to. Yeah. The and, dude was huge. Yeah, he's fucking huge. How did you, did this movie, like, make you feel uneasy with some of, like, the implications or the... the A couple the of them. Gore? It's not really gory, but there is, like, some body horror stuff yeah. in this. Um, Especially with gluttony. Gluttony was gross, but they didn't really show, like, because the thing that I found most gross was when he had, like, cut off his own fat and shit. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what would you do? Like, that got to me, but they didn't really, like, fully show it, so I was mm-hmm. able to kind of, like, just... You know, go over that hill and be done. Yeah. Um, lust was rough. Um, personally. Oh yes. Um, I I I have mad. Whenever I was watching it, I was like, oh, he Seth doesn't kind of like this. <laughs> no. Um, and so was sloth. Sloth yeah. was a little intense. Mm-hmm. Sloth, um, it, I think they're all pretty intense. Yeah. Um, some of them we just we don't really see. Mm-hmm. Um, like we do not see greed's body. No, we don't. Uh, well, we see pictures we see, of it, yeah. but we do not see it in the actual crime mm-hmm. scene. Um, how did you feel about like the idea of this all being a well? It's kind of a sermon, but it, like all tying with the seven deadly sins. I love the idea of the seven deadly sins. I know you. I don't, don't know if it's my religious background or what, um, but I think they're fun. I love mm-hmm. the anime. Um, has nothing to do with has this nothing movie, to do by with the this way, movie. but it just um, it's a fun like trope to kind of go on because they definitely went for like the he was chosen by god to mm-hmm. do da, 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 thing with his like you know psychopathness mm-hmm. um but i mean it was i i was intrigued to see which one was next and yeah. i wasn't sure because and i mean we can talk about it later but i'll talk about it now whenever they're in the car heading to the field yeah and they're talking i'm sitting there and i'm like okay so what's left and it was wrath and envy mm-hmm. and i was like okay so brad pitt could easily be wrath <laughs> easily be wrong. Oh, okay and i was like but morgan freeman could not be somerset couldn't be envy like that wouldn't make sense he's not jealous of him if anything he wants to leave <laughs> sooner than he already is so i was like so i don't know how this is gonna go but i i had a gut feeling i was like brad pitt's gonna be involved with wrath because he's angry the whole movie yes <laughs> like he's pissed so i was like he makes the most sense mm-hmm. um 
did not i and i the second i saw that box i was like well <laughs> that's that's her head now have you you've heard of like the you know the like what's in the box i have heard that but i skipped it because okay. i knew it was from this movie because mm-hmm. i saw both of them i was like i don't want to know i don't want to know and let, let's go ahead and tackle it what did you think i knew her head was in that goddamn what box. did you think of the whole scene though I was like, I hope he doesn't shoot him. But I knew <laughs> in my soul he was going to do it. Well, yeah. and I love that like Morgan Freeman just opens and he's like, oh. And then you can like see his gears turn for a second. Because he knows. Because he's he like, knows exactly this what's... is what he wants. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he will shoot him because he's wrath. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it all like connected for him as well. Um, And the I mean, the second I was like, yep, he's mm-hmm. going to kill him. <laughs> I was like, it's happening. And he's sitting there. I loved Brad Pitt's acting in this. Um, I think. Oh yeah, very, this is very like good acting. Some top tier Brad Pitt shit, and he's like, "What's in the box, Robbie? What's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box, man? Oh, what's in the box?" Because he knew, he knew. <laughs> yeah, because he told me it was like, "It's your wife's fucking head." Mm-hmm. Um, and again, that got to me because it was like they, it was so they, they wanted you to feel like it was so gruesome that they couldn't even show you, mm-hmm. and that is like that is stellar choice. That was a really good choice. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I was like, second Sean, I was like, fair, not even mad watching this movie. This is the second time for me watching this movie. Um, I did know whenever I first watched it, I knew that this was a movie where the bad guy won. I didn't know that. So great. That's awesome. Because I went into the movie like knowing that, but I didn't know what the details were, how it happened. So I watched, I don't even, I don't really know too much about, um, like what my first initial thoughts were mm-hmm. i just i went into this being like okay i know it's kevin spacey mm-hmm. i know gwyneth paltrow is getting her head cut off and uh and then i think and then i know like the whole what's in the box scene yeah. like that was kind of what i remembered uh i did forget that she was pregnant but i pretty quickly i was like she might be pregnant um, pretty yeah also just it's like watching this movie especially with gwyneth paltrow um Apparently, Brad Pitt had said that Gwyneth Paltrow's character is like the one uh, ray of light in the whole movie. Agreed. Which is absolutely true because throughout the whole movie, you are painted in a you want to like this character. Mm-hmm. You want to feel like nothing, like she deserves nothing bad. And she deserves the world. Her. And she wanted it. And she would have given him anything for it. Mm-hmm. And she did. We don't condone anything by Gwyneth Paltrow now. We, we don't associate with yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, it's just, I don't, I, she's doing some I weird just love shit, Tracy. Tracy was a gift, and she got delivered, so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I didn't mean to do that. I'm glad I could get you with that one. (laughs) Yeah, that was... That was good. I'm I'm proud of that one. No, it just kind of came. I'm very happy with it, though. People who deserve better, Tracy. (laughs) (laughs) it's been 20 years it's okay to make (laughs) it was it was good oh my god it was a really good twist it is a really good the whole time i was like quinnett potter is not gonna make it to the end of this film oh yeah i will say the inkling which you i know you've seen season four Mm -hmm. of dexter the inkling was i was like not you don't know what happens i have not seen i've seen i'm like in the middle of season three i think are you ever gonna actually watch it no. Okay, cool. Season so, four is the Trinity Killer. Season right? four is a Trinity Killer. Oh, maybe and I started he that. wins. Okay. He wins because Dexter gets him, but oh, he kills oh, yeah. Rita. I knew that. 
So in my head, I was like, he's going to get to Tracy. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know which sin. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be lust. Because I, I told Melissa, I was like, she's going to be one of them. And I was like, I don't know which one, though. Well, I, I was trying to figure that out with this one, too. Um, there was a part of me that was like, no, I seem to remember there being something else for lust. But I, but I also was going, I was thinking about it, and I was just like, if he went after Tracy for lust, it would make no sense because it, they were, they're literally high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like there's no lust there. Mm-hmm. It's literally like a what is the biblical definition mm-hmm. of it. But it was nice to have the choice of him being like, I envied your normal life. Yeah. And stuff like that. Um, gosh. Uh, let's, I want to take it back a bit. I do yeah. want to take it back a bit. Let's talk about whenever they are first going to the apartment. For like the Kevin, Kevin Spacey's yeah, apartment, John Doe's apartment, yeah. and everything um, like that. Whenever he shows up, yeah, and there's the chase. Did you? Okay, I'm gonna take a step farther back. Even then, did you catch the photographer? Um, no. Part Alyssa did. Really? She went. It's a photographer, and I was like, "Why?" And she was like, "I don't know. Gut feeling. It's a photographer." It's one of those things where once it happens, um, I'm like, "Ah, fucking stupid." It was right there. Because, yeah. yeah, because and that's. That means that it's good because that is the intention, but it, it is one of those things where it's like, especially in a movie, it's like, why are we spending time on this character, mm-hmm. this like interaction and this thing that happened at all, you know? And it's because it's important in the future. And mm-hmm. so whenever it happens and, and you don't realize it's like, oh, well, and he got angry. So he was wrath. Like it, it just, they layered mm-hmm. that shit in. Cause they also layered the whole, like, is he going to get out? Is he not? Mm-hmm. And then, like, he didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, it's, they, the building, the writing and, and building of this is spectacular. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I gave it four stars. This movie but is, like, it's iconic, I feel. It is. It is. Everyone's, like, seven. I don't know what it's about, but I know of the movie. Mm-hmm. I still think I like, I like the fact that Zodiac isn't perfect. Because it, this, this movie is too perfect. It all sets up in... He, even in the car scene that they talk whenever Kevin Spacey is talking about it, he's like, I'm in this car because I wanted to. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think one thing went uh, wrong in his plan. No. And I think except them showing up at his. Apartment. I don't even think that like, I well, think, he said, like, you surprised me and I admire you. So like eh. he, he confirmed he had to and he even said he had to adjust. But I don't I don't. Sure. I don't believe that is also. The That's thing. fair. I just don't believe it. And I, and even if it is. Like, that's one thing that didn't go according to plan. Everything else went off Everything without a hitch. Sloth, So man. I'm like, I I don't like that. I think it's too, it, that's what's unrealistic about it. Of like, there's no way that these plans actually work without a hitch. Mm-hmm. It all has to do that. I do think the interesting setup of this is like, we have, we know that there are going to be like seven murders and mm-hmm. bodies and stuff. Um. And, but by the fifth one, that's probably once it does start to be, it'd be like, okay, I'm getting tired of these. Mm-hmm. And they, it, that's why they took the turn. Yeah. And it's a great turn. It's, it's a, a fantastic turn. turn to have him just fucking show up. Out of no, well, he kept yelling. And I was like, guys, has no one seen the buddy guy? Like, mm-hmm. at all. And Alyssa was like, I've seen this scene. And I was like, what do you mean you've seen this scene? Because it was to, right after yeah. the lust scene. And I was like, what do you mean you've seen this scene? And then he, it's Kevin Spacey. And someone told me that Kevin Spacey was the bad guy at some point. And I was like, oh, I did. Oh, okay. And I was like, someone <laughs> mentioned it somewhere. So I was like, oh, I told you last okay. week. That makes sense then. <laughs> On this show. No, someone told me before that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, like, I knew like when Sky was like, where's Kevin? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, let's talk about Kevin Spacey. 
I think he is fantastic in this movie, portrays the character really well, mm-hmm. and I think that may lend to the fact that he actually is a sick fuck. In yeah, I say, sick fucks can play sick fucks. <laughs> um, it made perfect sense when I was like, oh, yeah, that checks. Uh, but, he, but he really does, like, he plays his character extremely well, mm-hmm. and it is, you... It's eerie. You find him so interesting, like, in, in what Morgan Freeman is kind of, Mm-hmm. taking at um in this movie of like he's very intrigued by kevin spacey's character he even has a great deal of respect for him in yeah. like in saying like don't write him off as a lunatic he's clearly smart as, mm-hmm. as shit um both can be true yeah oh yeah. my argument Th- that conversation <laughs> that they had about it it was like i like I get what you're trying to say. Don't underestimate him, but no, he is a nutbag. He's, he's absolutely, he's absolutely psychotic. Insane. Yeah, the fact that he would kill one person. <laughs> yeah, the way he did. Yeah, the way he did too. Like, and the patience of it. The pa- 365 days mm-hmm. with sloth, bro. Whew. That one got me. Like I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous and crazy, but it is. Um, like he, I never. I hated him, but I found him so intriguing. Mm-hmm. I just was like, yeah, I want, I want to know like how your mind is acting. I really enjoyed the conversations that they were having in the car because mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, it's the first introduction of this character where we get to really sink our teeth into him, and it's just fascinating. Like all of it, I love once whenever he gets worked up and he's and he's talking about like how they're not innocent and mm-hmm. how like his it like that's the closest we really get to like his reasoning for why he's doing these incredibly fucked up things. And I'm glad and they also oh, sorry, continue. No, you're good. It's just it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I love that they also like get him. They're like, oh, so it's act of God, but you enjoy it, so it's not an act of God. Like like they they find the flaws and poke holes in it. Mm-hmm. I like um, that. I think I would have loved more of it especially in a movie where the bad guy wins i would like a little more satisfaction mm-hmm. in poking holes in his logic because he does kind of come up with one where it's like it's he says like he just takes pride in his work and all that stuff and i'm like i understand your reasoning behind it i want you to kind of really think about this mm-hmm. for a second and go am i insane i wanted that yeah well that- like, he did he was like do you ever just think about being crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he's like are you sure well, and then whenever he was talking about like, well, what about your wife? And he was like, shut the fuck up. I was mm-hmm. like, there it is. That is all. I, the second he said that, I was like, his wife is dead. <laughs> well, I even just it like what I mean on the second viewing of this, because like I knew that I knew that the moment mm-hmm. it was like, oh, this is the new day. Oh, she's dead now. OK, she's dead. And as soon as she's dead, um, Brad Pitt starts talking about his wife a lot more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's in the. Um, a, well, because he stayed there overnight. I know. You know, it's like he never went, God, it was so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so upset. But like, it, it, like once it is officially like in the timeline that she has been killed, mm-hmm. um, like in the room with the attorney and like he's saying he's giving him the deal. He's talking about like, we listened to every psycho who did this thing, then my wife would do this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I'm talking about my wife. And then Kevin Spacey brings up my wife and I'm just, or his wife. And I'm just like, oh shit, they literally... <laughs> Like they, they start talking you. about, and it was after a period of time. I I remembered it was um the there, last thing we saw her in was her telling him that there was a pregnant. long period of time where they were working and they didn't talk about the wife at all, mm-hmm. and we didn't see the wife at all. And there they was took a, her out of and, your brain. And I remember thinking, we haven't seen Gwyneth Paltrow in a while. 
And then they started talking about the wife and more and more. Brad Pitt starts bringing her up more. And I'm like, she's dead. She's fucking she's dead. She's totally dead. <laughs> well, and I remember the, what's sad is the last thing we see her in is when Morgan Freeman tells her, if you get rid of it, don't tell him. Mm-hmm. If you do keep it, you better love it like the life, like your life depends on it. Spoil and then it. we mm-hmm. never see her again. Mm-hmm. That is heart wrenching because mm-hmm. you know what she was juggling. You know that she was seconds away probably. From being like, hey, mm-hmm. let's leave. You know, like, like it, he was this close to a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Talking about what you said earlier, like top tier Brad Pitt acting. Mm-hmm. Once he finds out and he's, once the decision in his head that is, do I shoot him or mm-hmm. not? The acting is amazing because he just, he keeps going back and forth with mm-hmm. it. And I, he's love, not sure. and I love that he just. Be like he doesn't do it because he just is gonna break real quick, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Hold on, the fucker's still here." It's an it's incredible mm-hmm. acting, um, and it's really good. And do you think he should have? I mean, like, do I think he's guilty? No. Do uh, do you think he should have shot him? Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I would have. Holy uh, shit. Oh my God. Instant. I was saying that I was like, I'd shoot him. I was okay. like, I would do it. Okay. But here's the thing. Like, do you not care that it is a thing of you shoot him? He wins. I don't give a shit. You know how good it's going to feel <laughs> for a total of 10 seconds. That's the only good he's going to feel the rest of his life, bro. Take it. Like, here's my thing. Yes. He wins. Whatever the fuck. Uh, da, da. Brad Pitt never is never going to win again. <laughs> Mills is for he's gonna commit suicide in a year. Okay, get the ten minutes. Ten and he seconds. Sh- ten seconds. He shot him like six times. He like he emptied he that did. fucking well, gun. At that point, yeah. go for it. Yeah. You've already killed him. Your life is fucked. Do it. But I mean, I mean, granted, this is now of a we are not in that very yeah. hyper emotional and tense situation. But I am like thinking like fuck. I don't want him to win. It, like he's he's fucked me up that is the that is what i would feel i have the only thing over him is whether he wins and whether he gets what he wants because that's the only thing that i know would actually affect him he wants me to shoot him yeah he's out of the fucking world and that and thus makes it a safer place and and yeah my life is fucked but he won he died happy I don't want that fucker to die happy i want that fucker to die slowly and painfully and hating it <laughs> And that was the argument. Like, that was the thing. Is like, what's really worth it? Yeah. So, I'm, it was worth it to me. It's actually, I would not yeah. be able to control myself. It's worth it to me, too. But I just, but I, I would also, have but I also would just, I just, I like, obviously, I think it's perfect how it's done. But in, in a real life setting, I think I actually would. I just take longer. I take longer to make the decision. I would have shot sooner. <laughs> and I think it's really funny that I think we're on opposite ends I of think, this and I I'm think the it, violent one. I think it is perfect the way it is. Just been like the longer it goes, the more boring it gets for the movie, and the shorter it is, I think it's it doesn't invite the actual argument mm-hmm. enough. But it's but yeah, I take a lot longer because I'm like, I don't want this fucker to win. But yeah, this dude can't be here. <laughs> it's not even that. This dude killed my girl. I don't want him to leave <laughs> this place. He no. he has to die. Yeah. Um so yeah. But uh, we have barely taught, touched on the actual murders. Though. Yeah. Um, gluttony was gross. Mm-hmm. Greed, we didn't really get to see. Um, sloth. Yeah, sloth was yeah. disgusting. Now, that's the one. What did he, what did that guy do to deserve it? 
Because the sloth seemed, it seemed like the sloth was more inflicted upon him yeah. than he was just lazy. The attorney like defended him or something, and he was a bad guy. I don't. Remember oh, that's fully. right, because they thought he was the one. He yeah. was the killer, and then they found him. Did you know that? That he was a victim. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, he's not the killer. Okay. I was like, there's no way in hell. I was like, it's we're only on the third thing. No. Yeah. yeah <laughs> we yeah. have to see the third kill, like before we find the killer. Mm-hmm. There was no way. 55 minutes into a two-hour movie, we were finding the killer. That being said, in Zodiac, it was like after the... That's true. They did kind of give you a little taste. Incident, yeah. incident that we, we talked to who yeah. we think is the guy. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I was, I was like, this is the fucking victim. Yeah. I did well, enjoy just the SWAT guy being like... I think it, he is a name actor, and I'm completely forgetting who he is, but um, or what he's from, but there, he's the main SWAT guy, and he just is constantly calling them dicks i know and i like that a lot like it's such a small character but he, i really did like get a good kick out it's of also him. very true like in any movie or anything they're like yeah we don't like the fbi and the fbi doesn't like us is i don't <laughs> think it is FBI. it's just swat <laughs> oh well either way but still i just i thought it was funny and like just the little characterization for him yeah yeah um yeah. lust is next lust is brutal there's they didn't even show it yeah, like, like they were literally like, we're not even well, going. Think of the context. Think, oh my! No, they showed the dildo. It. Yeah, <laughs> that was all. Alyssa went. This is going to be bad. She was like, I don't. She went. This is what I've seen. This is going to be bad. And I was like, what? I was like, is it lust? Like, uh-huh. what could it be? And then they didn't even show the body. They just showed the guy screaming. And I was they like, showed what? part of it. They showed him, and then they showed no, the dildo. Showed, they showed you see the legs. Yeah. Um, that's it though i thought she was like cut in half <laughs> i i thought i don't know i didn't know what i thought it was gonna be yeah to be honest that's fair it, i that's kind of this whole movie i was like i have no idea what the fuck he's gonna do yeah lust is pretty brutal um we've what's the fifth one um greed sloth gluttony lust envy wrath shit there's a fifth one before pride they... pride 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 is the woman that uh was mutilated is a model a yeah yes, and yes, he yes, he yes, gave yes. her the choice to uh be mu- call for help and be mutilated or die and just kill herself mm-hmm. and she uh, and it was like there was a bottle of pills yeah it was sleeping pills she could yeah. kill herself with them um glue to her hand yeah that one is the i'd say the weakest yeah it, they definitely kind of just i mean it's still good writing with it like, is the but they kind of just and... it's based off a book apparently and they kind of just scoped over oh, is it. it really yeah oh that's interesting um yeah, no, it's 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 all brutal and insane. Mm-hmm. Um, but David Fincher, man, he seems to just make movies that are rough, that, that are just shot into the zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. Like he makes iconic movies. I mean, Social Network is like one of the uh, don't, top don't best movies. Of, don't in remind 2010s. me of my, my least favorite one of Dave. his work. <laughs> it's my favorite so far. I hate it. <laughs> uh, I mean, he hasn't had a bad one yet. For me personally, uh, I I don't, don't know. Like I feel like network, there's though. oh yeah, I don't like Social Network, but I feel there is another one. Of, but I don't know. Um, I was looking it up. He did a lot of music. He did music videos for like a decade before he did. Yeah. Um, before he did. Uh, his first one was Alien Three. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun one. Uh, he hated working on it. Really? Yeah. Because I mean, I haven't there heard was a things. lot of studio interference. Yeah. And uh, if, for this movie, he was like, I will. He apparently had never, he hadn't read a script for like a year and a half until he read this one because he was like, I don't want to do movies anymore. Mm-hmm. 
but this movie brought him back into it, and he's now a well-renowned icon. Yeah, like, like <laughs> you heard of Fincher, and even as like, I mean, I haven't seen anything mm-hmm. before those last two weeks besides Social Network, but I was like, yeah, that's a that's a big name. I know that one. Hey, Fight Club. Oh, he did Fight Club? Yeah. Shit, we gotta yeah. watch Fight Club. And that one's like, that's the ultimate... Um... That's like the film bro movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. But what's the... I mean, it's the ultimate, like, toxic movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's about toxic masculinity and all that. But it's... Um, eh, whatever. I say, don't I spoil it, because I haven't seen it. But I, I know ha- there's a twist. I've seen half of it. No, I know there's some twist, and I think I know what it is. But... I'd read the comic. Jamie says the comic's really good. I've heard. I've heard it's very good. Um. Well, now I'm... We're coming up with a new thing, which is, would you like to hear some actual real trivia about this movie? Sure, yeah. Um, would you like to know who was also potentially uh, going to be cast in this movie? Who? Uh, we have... Fuck. Ah, yes. Uh, Denzel Washington apparently turned down the role, uh, saying that it was... A Somerset? Uh, no, actually, as uh, Mills. Oh. He was a young Denzel Washington at the time. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, and But he turned it down saying that the film was too dark and evil. Uh, this was a decision that he later regretted. Yeah. Uh, and also... Because this definitely probably like was one of those movies that put Brad Pitt like on the map. Yeah, definitely. Because Thumb and Louise wasn't much earlier than this. Um, I'm not sure when that is. You keep but this is 1995. Uh, Sylvester Stallone also turned down the role of Mills, uh, which he also regretted. <laughs> Fair. Um, Dom and Louise was four years prior, so this is really like probably his first like major lead. Mm-hmm. There was there was a there was a bit of trivia that said that he took this role to escape from something uh, from a particular movie he did. I did not find that interesting, so I did not save it. Fair enough. But I don't know, and I'm not going back to find it again. Uh, and then. Val Kilmer turned down the role of John Doe. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. I would have liked that. Um, I love Val Kilmer. I think he's a great actor. He's a good actor. Um, but some other trivia. This is the actual trivia bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad Pitt fell while filming the scene in which Mills chases John Doe in the rain. Pitt's arm went through a car windshield requiring surgery. The accident was worked into the script. Uh, that, coincidentally, the yeah. original script called for Detective Mills to be injured during the sequence. Uh, there are some other scenes that he was injured for, but was before this accident in the movie. If you um, are looking for it, he says that he does a lot of pocket acting. <laughs> yeah, actually, now that you say that, I can see it. It's like when Joey hurt himself in the one where no one's ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when Mills and Somerset go to Wild Bill's leather store looking mm-hmm. for information about John Doe, the clerk says that the, that Doe had a limp. Behind them outside the store, a man limping is shown watching the detective. I say he was always like checking him out, Mm -hmm. especially after they found him. Yes. Uh, The filmmakers decided it should always be raining for two reasons. It added a sense of dread and they never had to worry about bad weather. It's fair. That was something that uh, I really liked about this movie was that it's not. They don't name the city. Mm-hmm. It's just it's like a Gotham in the fact that mm-hmm. this is actually kind of how I would view Gotham to be portrayed. It's like everyone who lives there hates living there. It's a crime ridden place where a cop is gets into a taxi and sees a crime being committed mm-hmm. and is like, damn. <laughs> I'm off shift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just like that's how it's always been kind of told, but never really portrayed correctly i feel mm-hmm. i feel it should be like this though 
Um, it did give crow energy because it was raining so much. Mm-hmm. But I liked it a lot. Me too. Again, Brad Pitt in the rain. Yes, Brad Pitt in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> Shivering. It was so funny. I loved it. Uh, David, this was really interesting. I couldn't believe it. David Fincher said that he wanted someone who was incredibly skinny, around 90 pounds, to play Victor, sloth uh, victim. Mm-hmm. When Michael Reed McKay auditioned, he weighed 96 pounds. Fincher gave him the part and jokingly told him to lose some more weight. Much to his surprise, McKay had lost another six pounds when filming. He looks teeny. Yeah, he's very small. <laughs> yeah, like, he, I mean, it's supposed to Apparently be. Apparently, the makeup process took 14 hours. It had to. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding me, man? I, they, there was no way that guy, Alyssa was like, there, he'd be dead. There's no way he's alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this one was fucking crazy. So, all of John Doe's books were real books written for the film. Uh, they took two months to complete and cost 15 grand. According to Morgan Freeman in the movie, two months is about the time it would take the police to mm-hmm. read all the books that's cool so that's a fun little like throw like tidbit I can, I can just imagine there's like whoever the pas were that had to write on all those things for mm-hmm. two months just were like no we're putting this in the fucking film. i remember uh, i did a show and we had it was me and the other stage managers uh a notebook was really important for it mm-hmm. and it had to look like it was written in so we halved it and i had to write in, like 10 notebooks and like make it look full yeah it was awful i bet horrendous and it's awful because they they really didn't need to no not at all they opened one book they could have just been like open the one of these five you know yeah it's oh that's crazy um let's see for the gluttony scene which is by the way i had said earlier that's the writer (laughs) that's the writer when i say this next one seven crates of cockroaches were released on set and poured on bob mac oh Maybe Bob Mack was someone else then. This must be like a stunt guy that had to deal with the cockroaches. Something had to be put in Mack's ears and nose to stop the cockroaches from crawling in. It didn't stop them from crawling into his underwear. Ew! <laughs> yeah. I mean, I th- I've never seen the cockroaches, but gross. Mm-hmm. Would Ew. you like another one? Sure. Is it less gross? Mm, probably Can not. Continue. <laughs> For the greed scene, Gene Bork. Borkin, who plays the victim, was hogtied and only wearing his underwear for most mm-hmm. of the shooting. He was covered in over two gallons of fake blood, and the blood was so thick and sticky that his knees became stuck to the floor. Yeah, That sucks, especially since we did not see that on camera. No, we didn't. <laughs> <You> <laughs> went really through, wasn't we barely went worth it. All that, It was man. a black and white picture. <laughs> yeah, for, for a picture. <laughs> That's tough. That is tough. Um... Yeah, Val Kilmer. Uh, the Mills apartment is built on a shakable platform. The crew would trick visitors to the set with instant earthquakes. Ah. What'd you think of that one? That was an interesting... I like that whole scene because it sets up like why we like Tracy. And yeah. Kinda, just a normal The soothing, night. vibrating house. Yes, and, yeah. and like the, the laughing about yeah. it. Yeah. I wonder... I'm curious what the story behind that is. Like coming up with the idea of a shaking house i mean honestly it might have been from the book um but also like i know i I kind of for me pushed the whole storyline of like this isn't like it was very obvious this isn't what she wanted yeah so i i feel like it just kind of cemented that more yeah but i think i think it was unnecessary because i think like saying the city is awful and how it's you know um, a crime-ridden place, and she's mm-hmm. gonna be pregnant. I feel that gets it across, 
but I do like that scene because it really adds this like I like how Morgan Freeman's response to just starting laughing mm-hmm. at it. I think it does add something. So I'm curious what what made them go, okay, I want to add this in. I don't know. Because that's also like, that's got to be hard to build. Yeah. Like that's got to drive the cost up for like just one scene. Because mm-hmm. they have to build a whole room that can then shake yeah. like that much. Because it, it looked like a subway was running over. For like th- four Maybe yeah. four shakes were there in were the like movie. four or five, yeah. Yeah, so not too many. But um very interesting. Uh let's see. Oh, uh, apparently Guillermo del Toro turned down the chance to direct, uh, because as a romantic he didn't subscribe to the script's dark viewpoint of the world. You talking about the dark viewpoint, maybe you're right. Uh it's it's an interesting <laughs> I guess I would describe Guillermo as a romantic, though he has he has definitely dealt with a lot of dark. Yeah, say dark Pan's Labyrinth like is this. like one of the spookiest shit. It definitely does. There. The message of that movie is a lot more, I think, light lighthearted. It's mm-hmm. like more of a positive turn than it is. Um, I, I don't want to say miss. well, I don't want to <laughs> spoil anything yeah. to talk about it, but it is like sure, there's like a romantic irony to it or something like that, and. But yeah, this movie doesn't have that. It's, it's just like, uh, yeah, life sucks and mm-hmm. I don't know, go cut, huddle in a corner yeah, and sometimes cry. Sometimes it just sucks, man, and that's life. You think um, he retired? What? You think Somerset retired? Uh, no, he you says he kept he, going. You, he says that he stuck around or he stays around. Oh, okay. Well, stays busy. So I guess he's probably doing. I don't know. Cop work. You know, I actually wanted to talk about that scene whenever it goes to the library to be reading about this. Mm-hmm. I like that scene too. Also adds a lot of real world stuff, the interactions between him and the security guards. Mm-hmm. But just, it was something that I noticed of what great writing it is that that scene starts off with them kind of just fun little back and forth. Then they start throwing insults about culture. Mm-hmm. And then from that, that whole conversation starts the next montage with even the song that they chose. And I I like that a lot. No, I I agree. That was a really good scene. I like that a lot. Well, I love the line where he's like, uh, you're surrounded by all the knowledge of the universe and you're playing poker. Mm -hmm. Like that's what you choose to do with your time. I like, I like, uh, the word fuck and its derivatives are said a discernible 74 times throughout the movie, mostly by Brad Pitt. I'll say that. I'll say it had to be mostly by Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. Fair enough. Uh, did you did you like that I trivia? I like Trivia Corner. Trivia yeah. Corner with Brad was fun. Trivia Corner with Brad, where a man gets stuck to a floor in blood and there yeah. are cockroaches crawling The cockroaches were the worst ones, to be <laughs> honest. I was not. I don't like bugs. I don't do bugs. Uh, so where, where would you rate this film? Um, best thing since sliced bread. It's so strange that last week I did give Zodiac best thing since sliced bread. And I think it's, I still think it's better than this one, mm-hmm. but I'm giving this one best thing since Betty White. Yeah, it was good. It's just my, my complaint with it is that it's too perfect. So I feel that's not a complaint, that's fair. <laughs> not a reasonable complaint to knock it down to four. But um, yeah, I'm going to give it best thing since Betty White. Fair enough. Cause it's just, yeah, it's insanely good. It is. It was real. It was shockingly. I can't good. wait. You don't know how much I'm going to bug you by just doing the what's in the box. Yeah. Cause now I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to be like, Oh God, I'm going to do it a lot. That's so, fine. I yeah. can live with that. 
Um, but if you'd like to reach out to us, or if you could please rate and review us, that helps us get seen by more people. You don't understand how helpful that is. Um, but if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do that back to the point 21 at gmail.com. We have, we are at back to the point on Instagram and at back to the point pod on TikTok. I am at bombastic Brad one on Instagram. You are frames per sec, like frames per second. Hell yeah. And with that, we will leave you. To be continued with Scream, because I get a second pick, since this is technically <laughs> Brad's second and, pick. <laughs> and we're and it's Matthew Lillard's own. Yes, <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm making plenty of shaggy jokes That's next totally week. fine. We should do Scooby-Doo next year. That'd be uh, fun. Oh, God, Scooby-Doo. Like the original two. I love those movies. They're great. They're Freddy really, Prince Jr. I, I don't remember the second one very well. but It's I, even better. But I love that first one. Yeah. That no, first one's yeah. great. Next year, Scooby-Doo. See you next time. See you next time. I can see it. Like, once I looked, I was like, because I heard about it. But once I saw him, I was like, yeah, you you look like you could be related to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. I think this is the kid from The Maid. Maid? No, no, no. Like, the the affair that Arnold had with The Maid. Oh. I think he's the kid. Oh. I didn't even know he had an affair, to be honest. It happened while I was living in California, and he was my governor. Why? I forget that he's like... He was the governor of California. governor. Yeah, he was the governor of California, and I, while I lived there, I lived there in 2008 to 2010, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that, obviously. I didn't even probably know who he was <laughs> at the time, but then all the stuff happened where he had an affair, had a, a child mm-hmm. with the maid, and... You know, his marriage kind of d- was destroyed and everything like that. And now, now I watched his son blow up on TV. <laughs> I don't think that could be the son from The Maid if it was like 2008. Uh, you know, oh yeah. I, he would be way too young. He'd only be like 15. And that kid, that guy was not 15. No, no, no. I think, I think that's when it, got, it came out. Ooh. I think okay. he was already born. I think. I'll look into that. Um, but I'm pretty sure he was already born and it was kind of a secret and then it came out. Mm-hmm. And then that the scandal just kind of ruined his political career. Yeah, I mean, and then he was like, how it works. And he was like, I'll, I'll do another Terminator movie. <laughs> oh, I might as well. Sure. Did he do two more? Uh, yeah, he did. Probably do another. Most likely, yeah. Um, let's see. I, I wanna... good, though. Back to the main point. <laughs> I want to I double check this. Um, no, that's fine. It is... Uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger. Uh, he's thirty, so it would have been definitely. It would have been a long time ago. And Maria Shriver. 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 Okay, wait. Is Maria Shriver is an American journalist, author, and member of the Kennedy family? Former. Oh, okay. I don't think this is the. Yeah. No. No, because she was the first lady. Of, she's a former first lady. Yeah, yeah, of California. yeah. Okay, okay. So, so I was this wrong. is not the maid. I think. Son. Although I'm, I was getting it confused because I think the one that is the maid's son, he might look exactly like Arnold. Yeah, I, I'm looking up his kids now. I love that if you search Arnold Schwarzenegger, it underneath it says former governor of California. I know it does not say. Any like no actor, movie, it doesn't Netflix say like action lead manager or, or whatever Mr. the fuck or Mister Universe. Yeah, like, it's nothing. none of that. It's like former governor of California. <laughs> Schwarzenegger, um, a fair child. Joseph Bina. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, he does. I got to see a picture of him. Similar. I think he's, like, going on the same route as his father, and, like, I think he's a bodybuilder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I know you guys can't see it, but yeah. Oh, yeah, he's a bodybuilder. Oh, look at him. Yeah, he looks just, Identical. like... Identical. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Wild. I think he's going to be acting. I think he plans on acting in something. I mean, I think if your dad's a Schwarzenegger, you'd have to. Sure. But <laughs> I, that's what it was. It was, I heard that he was starting acting, and then this show came out, and I was like, oh, it's Arnold's kid. Yeah. So I thought it was that. But no, it's, um, I was wondering, because I was like, he doesn't look like Arnold. <laughs> not, not like he does, but like, once, once not, I thought I, about not it. Not the way I thought. No. I, I was like, this dude was identical to Arnold. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. It was fair. crazy. But no, um, we haven't even started the episode. No. <laughs> Lord have mercy.